Welcome back, everyone. It's Power Word Crit Time. I'm Corin, your Dungeon Master, and with me are four lovely players. First up is... Kayla, I'm playing Celestine. I'm Ander, and I'm playing Wesley, the Human Sorcerer. I am Ashlyn, and I am playing Izzy. I'm David, and I am going to be playing Lord Usaka Von Pride. Yay, we're happy that David's back. Woohoo! Hooray! Glad you're feeling better. Mm-hmm. He did not die. It's true. <laughs> Whether in character or in real life. <laughs> yep. So, let's just jump right in, shall we? Last time, our heroes took a much-needed rest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very much. Mm-hmm. Izzy asked if Governor Nighthill would send Kurt's body back to the Prazios in Elturel, to which the governor unhesitantly agreed. Izzy penned a note to the Prazios explaining what happened in Greennest and that her quest to find Jaden continues. Celestine helped a young girl panicking about her friend, who somehow developed heatstroke out of the blue. The friend's name was Wesley, and during the initial attack on Greennest, he had attempted to protect an ancient artifact that his family had protected for many generations but unfortunately was struck down with a blow to the head. Wesley, at that point, teetering between life and death, experienced a strange onslaught of images of places and people, one of which was Kurt, who told him that a gold dragon asked him to deliver a message to Wesley before passing on. Kurt explained that Wesley needed to reclaim that artifact from the cult and that he knew three people who can help him do that. A short while after Wesley's temperature returned to normal, Everyone in the keep started to hear the sounds of drums off in the distance. It turned out to be a group of cultists and kobolds, accompanied by wyverns and a blue dragon-looking creature stopping short of the keep. At this point, uh, this group uh, looks to be about 100 feet away. There's a bunch of torches, and the group looks to be just, just offhandedly. You see about 50 cultists... Uh, half of them seem to be in black robes, and half of them seem to be in gray robes. Uh, you see 20 kobolds, and they are uh, flanking. They're starting to flank the blue dragon-looking person on his wyvern. And the four wyverns who had flown over the keep have now touched down behind them. So the order that you guys can see is the half-dragon on his wyvern. And then the uh, the kobolds flanking, the wyverns behind them, and then some cultists behind them. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, Usarker, uh, where are you during the, this march? Hmm. Let me turn that back. Oh, great DM, where have I been? So last episode, you were helping Governor Nighthill create uh, small groups of, like, basically small armies to go out and hit different sections of the town to find people to bring back to the keep, find out who is able-bodied to go back out and basically clear out the town. So search and rescue. Pretty much, yes. Uh, you also received Tactical two- support. Huh? Tactical support. Yeah. He, along with uh, the Castellan, Escobert, and you <laughs> kind of kind of worked together to try and create the search and rescue. You, you all noticed pretty quickly that after the initial group that you had seen, leaving the town when you guys were at the sanctuary, that was a big group of people. By your estimate, that was probably about half the cultists. And during the the time that the other three were in the keep, you guys were slowly trying to drive out the, the other half. 
from the towns, the stragglers, basically. Um, during this time, you also receive two basic health potions. So if you want to take those, you can. They managed to scrounge them out. How much time has passed since I was last in the campaign? Uh, about three hours. Would you mind if I roll for my um, second wind three times? Sure. Eight. 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 Wow. Wow. Well, I'm That's healed. impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do you need that health potion anymore? No. Oh, okay. Not after that. <laughs> so you do have two basic health potions in your in your pack. I um give them back to Governor Nighthill and or who or to a medic and say, I don't need these right now. Surely someone else can make use of them. Okay, they take them back. So at this point. We are now convened the the small, the tiny group compared to the army that previously entered Greenus. This is kind of a tiny group. So they came from the southeast and they are slowly kind of making their way around to the front of the keep. They're, they don't really seem to be engaging except for that that half or that, uh, that kind of pint-sized blue dragon looking thing. He's just staring at the wall as, as they slowly move around and Wesley you were inside correct you were yeah. still inside you still, you hear a bunch of people recovering. yeah so the when the wyverns flew over you notice that a, like the the room is suddenly packed you're just packed in there oh because a bunch of people ran in there they everyone tried to get their wounded in there um, anybody who legitimately can't fight try to find cover I, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab someone and like what what's going on out there have, have have they returned? Uh, yeah. Uh, s- some of them, they have they have wyverns. They have wyverns. Oh no. And Wesley, uh, you would know yeah. what wyverns are. Mm. Question for the DM: mm-hmm. As all these reports start coming in, I'm going to take a guarded look, having stepped up onto a parapet. And you keep mentioning this blue fellow. We are aware of what dragonborn like. Is that what this is? So you need to make either an Arcana or a Nature check. I got a 13 on that, and let me look real quick here. They're the same. 17. Uh, this is not a Dragonborn. Ah. This is a Half-Dragon. Ah, the larger, more brutish, and more native cousin. So yeah, very, you very see cousin. Mm-hmm. this person is sitting on top of this wyvern, just staring at everybody. Kind of, t- kind of take engage the guards up on the wall. I mean, they do have weapons drawn, ready, just in case things go sour. You do notice, uh, for those of you who are on top of the wall, this uh, half dragon is about seven feet tall. Uh, his skin is covered in blue scales, and his hands, instead of hands, he's got claws. His muzzle and his eyes are very dragon-like. So this hmm. lo- really looks like a miniature dragon. With, that's can walk on two legs, basically. I'm going to lean over to one of the guards. Any idea what they're here for, what they want? Perhaps they misplaced the keys to their grain silo or something? Uh, I don't I don't know. They just they just got here. <laughs> right, but they just left, so I'm confused. <laughs> I, do, well, I don't know. I don't think anybody knows what this cult wants. Well, I'm sure we'll hear from it shortly. Um... Governor Night Hill should have fun with whatever this is. 
Uh, Wesley, uh, you were going to ask a question uh, when you were inside. Oh, I was just asking what was going on to people. And so I was just like, oh no, I think I'm feeling a little bit better now. And seem to have been told by destiny and such that I need to take a hand. I'm going to see what I can do. Go outside and try and locate the other three members of my party of fate. <laughs> so you do see them, Usokar. I assume you're at the very top. You're on the parapet as well. I am on a parapet. That is true. Um, I'm probably not at the very, very top. I'm probably, you know, around a crenellations area, you know, wherever I have good cover. I understand wyverns are horrible flying monsters and don't want to be anywhere where I can't dive for cover. Makes sense. Makes sense. So you see uh, Celestine and Izzy up on one side of the parapet. You see Usarker kind of a little bit lower on the parapet, kind of near the stairs uh, on the same side. And remember that the walls, like, you can get up one side and you can get up get up the other, but you can't you right, can't, can't go across connect. because it's severely damaged. Um, so. Having not been actually physically introduced to Usarker yet, he's probably not going to go up to him yet. Because it's like, hi! I am now a party a member of yours. <laughs> we haven't met, but we're going to be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Makes right. Sense. Um, and so I mean, you, like, re- you recognize him as one of this this party. Yeah. However, yeah, you you haven't had any interaction yeah, like, at this oh, point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that up to other more experienced folk in that, uh, and I'm gonna go talk to said experienced folk and try and find out what's going on. Okay. Oh, something that I should have done way, way sooner is finding out what happened, like where his family's at. Did they make it in? You oh, do not. Uh, I have family in this town. This is my town. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, if you had, if you had ventured out a little bit mm-hmm. um, into the the common area, that opened area, uh, you haven't seen any family yet. Okay. Um, I think there was probably some conversation between Wesley and Buttercup inside the thing. I was like, okay, have you heard anything from our family? Our families, are you okay? Uh, is your family okay? I mean, you got me out of the shop, but like, did you did you get there with your parents? And uh, Erica did tell, tell you that her parents did not make it. Oh, that's right, that's right. However, she has not seen her sister. Did not make it as in were stabbed by the cultists or did not make it as in who knows? She said that they just didn't make it. Yeah. She didn't really expound on that. Um, okay. so. But yeah, she has not seen her sister. I think that Wesley probably is not going up to the other people, but is looking around trying to find like his younger brothers and his parents, looking okay. around for the people who are still inside the courtyard. Uh, go um, ahead and make an investigation check. It's 15. So you look around and you see a couple of people who look like your family, like a couple of your brothers, but they turn around and it's not them. Indy, uh, Indy is that you? Nope. No, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Gerald. I, what? I, I, <laughs> I am not your brother. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. You You look kind of similar, though, sort of. I won't fault you for that one, but you should probably get inside. I think there's wyverns. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go go on ahead. I've got I've got to go find them. Okay. <laughs> But no, you unfortunately don't find any of your brothers or your parents. Okay, that's the thing. So, uh, Celestine, mm-hmm. you're just watching them walk by. They're not attacking. They're not talking. It's kind mm-hmm. of off-putting. They're moving really slow. What are you? What are you thinking? What are you doing? 
So we're pretty sure that this is the champion. Is Governor Nighthill out here? Uh, Governor Nighthill is having trouble getting up the stairs. Okay. He was limping oh, last session. You could render him assistance. Yeah, I might go help him with that because he's probably going to need to get up here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. This has been one heck of a night. Mm-hmm. You just fireman carry him up? <laughs> uh, no dignity and all that he's the leader oh um i would also like to mention last session i had said that celestine was going to cast spare the dying in order to preserve uh kurt's body after the session i realized that i had actually meant gentle repose and celestine doesn't have that yet the second level spell well, I guess we can forgive you for that mistake. Okay. I'm so <laughs> I'm sure there's a cleric somewhere in here who can cast Gentle Repose. Mm. I oh, hope gosh, so. if there's a cleric who can cast Gentle Repose, what are we doing all doing, doing all the fighting? Mm-hmm. That's their only spell that they can cast. The very it, oh. it took them it forever. It's a very gentle cleric. They like to repose, and that's about it. It is no, a level a, one spell, so. Yes. I think it's two. Level is it two. a second level? Mm-hmm. I lied. It's a second level spell. Yep, it is a second level spell because Celestine does not have it. Oh, dear. Yep. Okay. So apparently, you know, the protection against raising uh, zombies and stuff is worthy of a second level spell. <laughs> I already made mention of the fact that it's very important to have gentle repose and, and you know, making sure burial rites six feet down all because you don't want ghouls. So, Celestine, as you're helping Governor Nighthill up, um, you you pass by a couple guards and you see their eyes kind of flip down to the uh, mark on your shoulder. Oh, and yeah. then they um, they look at you. They don't do anything, but they they suddenly look really guarded. I'm assuming not the shoulder with the tempest no, symbol. Okay, the other shoulder. Okay, the one with the skull looking thing. Okay. Well, um, Celestine's going to curse the fact that she forgot to put the uh, raggedy and torn and who knows where is that cloak. I guess cloak habit, whatever she called it before. Mm-hmm. The, how many sessions has it been since she's actually had that thing? It's been a bit. Nine. I'm pretty sure you stepped I out of the tavern she, and took it off. I think she's <laughs> lost it by now. <laughs> so episode one. Yeah. <laughs> it was like one or two where you're like, forget this, and you threw it off. Okay, so. so nothing to be done about that now. So we're gonna get Governor Night Hill up the wall. So you managed to get him up there, Izzy. What are you doing at this moment? Are there any other like guards on the parapet with me who have bows and arrows out? Are they training all them? Of them? They are all training them on this group, but okay. they're not firing right. because at this moment, nothing's. Ha- they're just walking right. around. No, they're just taking a defense defensive action. Mm-hmm. essentially I am going to see if I can get some more arrows because I haven't replenished my stock okay so I'm gonna do that uh, and then go ahead and just roll like a, a straight d20 okay nineteen you find nineteen arrows <laughs> okay. oh cool but you also notice that if you take all nineteen, there's not going to be that many left for I will else. only take 10. Okay. I don't need that many. Izzy, as you look down as well, you do see um, a lot of people uh, grabbing any sort of weapons. So a lot, uh, most of the people who cannot fight 
have been shepherded indoors at this point. But everybody else is, you know, got spears ready at the gate in case they try to break the gate down. Okay. Or so I'm going to have my uh, bow and arrow uh, trained on this half dragon creature humanoid thing person. Okay. All right. So you guys just happen to watch Governor Nighthill and Celestine make it up there. And it's very tense. It takes about, I would say about a minute because they're moving really slow. Kind of like a kind of like a guarded dog kind of a thing. Um, trying to suss out the situation. Mm-hmm. And they, they are heading towards the main portion of the keep. So where the gate actually is. They are staying, so the, the, the cultists and the wyverns are staying about 100 feet away but the half-dragon moves up with his entourage of kobolds, and he moves to about uh, 75 feet away. Now, are they still flying in the air, or are they on the ground? They're on the ground, so they're, they okay. were just walking the whole time. There was no flying, there was no nothing. He raises his head, and he smiles. I don't trust that smile. <laughs> and he announces... Defenders of Green Nest. This has been a successful night, and I'm feeling generous. Do you see these 25 pitiful prisoners? And at that point, you're, you guys are like... I know, I'm like, are we talking about the kobolds? And he gestures behind him, and you see uh, that half the cultists are wearing black and half of them are wearing gray. Oh, no. And you notice that the ones that are wearing gray have been at this point we're walking kind of weird and suddenly the ones in gray are shoved to the ground and their hoods are taken off and you can see townsfolk wesley if you uh do you go up to the I top okay I, I i'm on the the bottom floor okay so that, that wesley would be can't a great see. reveal but i i'm not there <laughs> so wesley doesn't see any of this however um as they're pulling off the hoods of these people Usarker, you recognize one of the smaller ones. You recognize the smaller one as the kid who asked you if you were a vampire. Ah. <laughs> and a, a few of the uh, black, the black hooded ones, t- pull up about eight of the smaller ones, which you assume at this point are definitely children, and tosses them on the grounds. And the wyverns uh, all put one claw on each one of them and are basically just holding these kids down. Oh. Um. Do you see them? Do you see these 25 pitiful prisoners? We have no need for them. So I will trade them back to you. Send out your best warrior to fight me and you can have these prisoners in exchange. At that moment, uh, one of the black hooded figures opens up a scroll that you guys can see. And in about six seconds, they raise their hand up to the sky. And as they do that, a bright flash of light appears in the sky, kind of like a second sun. And they have cast a spell that illuminates light over the whole area. So it looks like it's daylight. Because like, it's still like three in the morning. Right it's now. still 3.30 yeah. in the morning. Shielding my eyes against the sky. Yeah, all of you are like, ah, it burns! <laughs> this place is 
pretty small, like less than 50 feet across, if I recall, the entire cube. So everybody can see and hear and say anything, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna not say anything to him, but say, you know, kind of shout down in general towards our own keep and say, gosh, sounds like he didn't get his jollies enough when he w- they were busy murdering and killing and looting the town earlier. He wants to take advantage of the poor, the sick, and the weak who survive. Nobody responds. <laughs> they don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just it pointing out said. the policy here. <laughs> that he, this guy's a sick person. Yeah, yeah. Usarker, uh, nobody responds, but you do notice that the person... Uh, standing next to you, his face has gone completely white. And he Uh-oh. says, that, "That's my sister and my and, and her kids." Oh no! <laughs> What's your name, boy? My name is Sergeant Marketh, and that's my sister and her children. Well, Sergeant Marketh, at this point, the only th- difference between the cult and a rabid dog is that the rabid dog is at least nice to pet, sometimes, while it's tearing your throat out. This cult has proven to be liars and thieves and deceivers of all type, and they have all the cards. If they wanted, they could storm in here and destroy us. Therefore, the only thing between us and pitiful annihilation is our sense of humor. I'm sure he feels much better about this situation now. Yes, I'm quite inspiring, I'm told. Uh-huh. I don't see it. So <laughs> the sergeant so the sergeant turns to you and he says you're off your rocker. You know that? Yep. And he literally just walks away and he starts he starts going down the stairs and he looks like he's he's starting to head towards the gate. Uh, which, uh oh crap, which gate? The big gate. If he wants to challenge and the person this dragon person is willing to do it then his life is going to be as good as any for a 25 to 1 exchange I suppose. How uh, capable does the card look? So Not very. Oh the, boy. The terms presented wasn't that you get the prisoners if you win it's just if you fight. It, just if you fight. Oh good point. Uh, however, Wesley as as you see the sergeant come down, the sergeant looks at you and he immediately, he kind of veers over and he says, "Markham, what what's what are you doing?" Uh, my my sister and and her kids are, they're they're part of the prisoners. Uh, I saw I saw your dad. Your dad's there too. He's one of the prisoners. And he just just face goes ashen. And mm-hmm. like, so, are, are you going out to meet them? Uh, 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 they they can't. I I don't know. I don't know. And at this point, you hear the half dragon again say. My name, since I have not given it at this moment, and I apologize for my rudeness, my name is Long Dead Rosa. Long Dead Rosa? Yes, that is, <laughs> That's okay. Long Dead Rosa. Like. L-A-N-G-D-E-D-R-O-S-A. Long wow. Dead Rosa. Yep, it is Long Dead Rosa. Okay. Maybe it's Dead Rosa or something. Dead Rosa? Probably what? Long Dead Rosa. Maybe this isn't his first time getting stabbed. <laughs> or <De> Rosa. <laughs> Whatever. Yes. Yeah. My name is Long Dead Rosa. Long Dead Rosa Sinrath. And I challenge you, are there any takers? I will tell you that if anyone interferes during our fight, all of these hostages will die. The wyverns hiss in response and like their tongues go right next to the kids' ears and the kids kind of shrink and they and you can hear crying. They're crying at mm-hmm. this moment. 
I do not stand for trickery. Nor will I allow anyone in the band behind me to do so either. Who will stand up against me? What do you stand for, and why are you bothering with this charade? I stand for Tiamat. I am one of her champions. And I would like to fight someone tonight. I unfortunately missed the rest of this wonderful parade, and I would like to have some fun. So you are late. I am oh. very late. Don't push it, don't push it. The don't train push it. was real late getting me here, let me tell you, sir. However, would anyone else like to fight me? Half dragons just want to have fun. <laughs> Oh gosh. The train uh, of wyverns took forever. <laughs> I am going to start. Corin, I am going to make my way over to Governor Night Hill and Celestine. Okay. Celestine is like this close to volunteering because kids are involved. Right? Izzy too. So, Rock, paper, scissors. Where is Izzy at right now? So just to let you right guys know. To me. We went up together. Yeah, so you guys are, you all three of you are up there. Wesley is down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and you're all on the same side of the parapet. Um, however, you do see that the, the that as he's talking, there's bows raised, there's crossbows at these uh, people in the gray, mm -hmm. uh, the gray cloaks. And so the kids are under the wyvern's feet, holding them down in place. And the other ones, the rest of the 25, are basically at arrow point. Okay. Real quick, because mm -hmm. I can... Do I have a good look at all the prisoners down there? You do. It's daylight. It's like... Do yeah. I see any of them that look like it could possibly be Jaden? Mm, good good hmm. catch. <laughs> Probably not, but... Go ahead yeah. and make... Ooh, I don't know. Here's a roll involved. Ooh, this, yeah, this is going to involve a roll. Go ahead and make a perception check. While she's doing that, have I reached Night Hill and company? You have, yes. I'm going to quietly ask Celestine and um, Isidora. This it wouldn't be the first time that the cult has tricked us. Is this perhaps another trick, charade, illusion? Perhaps cultists disguised as prisoners? The three of you are welcome to make an insight check. I mean, on this half dragon. Okay. If you want. And then Governor Nighthill can easily refute that and say, no, no, I recognize that person, that person, that person. Well, Governor Nighthill he will might also... recognize them, but they might be taken from the faces of the dead or piece of people they saw in passing. So, I mean, that's still. That doesn't change Celestine's answer. She has a end to insight. Okay. Um, Izzy, what was your. My perception was 10. Your perception? <laughs> their hoods are pretty far over however you do see a couple that seem to have a similar hairstyle but you're not entirely sure if this is Jaden or not and, but none of the ones that the, the ones in the hoods I'm talking about the ones in the hoods not right. the not the uh, prisoners okay uh, what did you get on your I have a natural 20 which on okay, insight no would be 24 okay so you know, without a doubt, he's telling the truth. He just—he's just looking for a fight. Uh, if some—and he is dead serious as well—that if somebody interferes with this fight between him and whoever his challenger is, all of them will die. I'm going to quietly say to Governor Nighthill. Then this—this ma this man, 
Um, I'm not entirely certain of the gender, so gender non-specific. I suppose this person mm-hmm. is a slavering dog. He was promised carnage and he showed up late. He's spoiling for a fight. Strategically, the best thing to do would be to throw out somebody who is eager and excited to go and willing to throw their lives away in exchange for the others. He whispers to... Can we cut to Wesley and Marka? Yeah, so we're going to cut to Wesley because I have to really think about what Governor Nihil is going to say on that one. So... Um... It was Marketh, right? Marketh. Uh, Marketh. Yeah, Marketh. Mar- Marketh, I can't let you go out there. This, I, you, um, I, I, I think I know some people who might be able to help us. Um, I, I don't know them really at all, but <laughs> I, I, I think they can help us out. Um, uh, are you sure? They they said if any anybody interferes, th- they'll die. Yes. But only if they interfere, not if they challenge. Yeah. Yes, I that disembodied <laughs> voice over there. Yes, disembodied <laughs> voice. Pa- Passerby. <laughs> or, or, you know, bystander. Yes. Um, but I, they they seem like good people. Maybe, maybe they will help us. Let, let me at least go talk to them before you go throw your life away. I... And he, he, mm. he's struggling, so you're going to have to make a persuasion check for... To keep him from just completely bolting, well, he I'm literally in this. perfect. Oh, okay. He literally just came by to tell you, "Hey, I just saw your dad out there," and then he was gonna book it. So, yeah. uh, how about eighteen? Eighteen. Okay. He says, oh, "You're you're right. I can't. I'm no I'm no good to my sister and a kid's dead." Okay. Um. Okay. Oh, I'll wait. I'll wait. Ah, he does have a good point. If we choose somebody who is an old widower and not going to have any more children, that would be ideal. Celestine leans over. Rock, paper, scissors, is he? <laughs> yes. Um, Governor so- Nighthill, hold on, hold on just Best a second. Governor three, Nighthill, right, because Usarker brought it back. Oh. Governor Nighthill looks at you and says, I have made a lot of mistakes tonight. We were not prepared, and that is my fault. However, I will never sacrifice anybody to be a scapegoat. So you will then go and walk out and face this person and certain doom yourself? If I must. I was like, hang on, one second. I turned Izzy. Okay, (laughs) best of three? Yes. Governor Night Hill is very not pleased with you, Sarker. (laughs) Okay. Okay, one for me. This rock, paper, scissors is happening in real time. It is. I'm watching it. Oh, they both did rock. Two, three. Okay, oh, rock and scissors. Both paper. Both. <laughs> two for Celestine. Yep. One no, more. That's it. Two. Okay. Two. two. Three. Yeah, two three. Celestine one. <laughs> Celestine one. Okay. okay so, uh, Wesley, we're back to you. Um, have turned away and I am running towards Celestine and Izzy. You see them playing, uh, boulder paper shears. What? What? are you doing? I mean, boulder parchment shears. Boulder parchment shears. I have. I, I, I need your help. We, the people of Greenest, need your help. Um, Who are you? 
I'm. Are you near us now, Wesley? He's been here this whole time. I, oh, I, right. I've been whispering quietly to Governor Nighthill, and Governor Nighthill is looking extremely and, and, and annoyed. I, I'm the reason Governor Nighthill looks so sour right now. Yeah. Yes. Lord um, Pride, I, this is our new friend Wesley. He saw I'm Kurt with... in a dream. Well, that is an ill sign. Excellent. <laughs> Good to meet you. Okay. Um, but my my father's down there. He's one of the prisons prisoners. Um, I mean, th- these are all people, and you are. People who certainly can help us. I would like so to try and persuade you to help. <laughs> oh, no persuasion necessary. <laughs> Is there anyone who will challenge me uh, for these prisoners? Out comes the Warhammer, and Celestine says, I volunteer as tribute. I mean, I volunteer. <laughs> ah, come down, young lady. Uh, Oh, hey, my champion. How old does he look? Wait a second. He's a young half dragon, lady. so he could be like anything. Maybe he's just trying my to champion. Maybe more of a my foe, my challenger, my opponent. Did I say champion? <sighs> I meant did. challenger. Yeah. Hi, folks. Ashlyn here with a quick announcement. From everyone here at Powerward Crit, we want to thank you for listening and supporting the show. And just like adventurers who sometimes need a little help with fighting the BBEG, we need your help too. By telling your friends about Powerward Crit, not only will it give you a DM inspiration, but it'll also help me, I mean you, to level up to 20. So, here's the plan. Between episode releases, each person who tweets about the show and uses the hashtag PowerWordCrit will give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. Thanks, and on with the show. My challenger! Come down, young lady. How old does he look? You don't. Step right up. Uh, uh, do a nature check. I don't row. know. How do you determine age? Nature. We'll go with nature. Yeah, we'll go with nature. I as, as you're passing, I say, perhaps you <laughs> oh, could try yes, beating yeah. him in a ranged battle. His eyesight seems really poor. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he does think you look young. Yeah. Uh, 11. Looks like a dragon. Okay, cool. <laughs> Can't tell with those guys. I don't, yeah, maybe he's I don't think being so complimentary into... by saying you look younger than you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is honorable after all. Sure. That's okay. what we call um, this. Doesn't have to mean you have to be flattery. Do you too. have any words of wisdom for Celestine? If you go there. How long does your health action work? Oh, <laughs> it lasts for one turn. You won't have an opportunity yeah. to use it. Does it count if you yell from the parapet? Um, I. That would be considered helping? Or would that be considered But would he detect it's helping? How would he determine that it was helping if I'm just heckling and providing insight? Well, maybe, maybe he'll just I mean, do a roll and find out. Uh, do you want to chance that? That's a good point. Okay. Um, I hear the voice of metagame telling me that I'm not allowed to. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing, too. You're more than welcome to. I he hear the voice of sarcasm and metagame <laughs> telling me I'm not allowed to. Okay. Picking up two javelins. So you're picking up two javelins? Yep, and here we go. Along right. with all my other... Come, come stuff. to me! My challenger, and we shall have a duel, shall we? So, uh, yeah. Governor Nihil puts his hand on, his sho- on oh. your shoulder and says, "Before, before, hang on, Izzy. Yes. Journal, in my backpack. If I don't make it, take it to my family in Baldur's Gate. Okay. Okay. Now we go. All right. Governor Nihil puts a hand on your shoulder and says, "You, you don't have to do this. Like, I have to. There are children involved. I can't let them die." Not and when I could have done something. If she doesn't do it, I will. Yep. Okay. We will have clerics on standby. I promise. Okay. <laughs> do any of them know Ray's dead? <laughs> no. If they can I get me know, fast enough. 
I don't maybe. know, but we could certainly maybe sorry, try wait, to find what's, one. What's the minute one? The Revivify? Revivify. Yeah. Revivify. Oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> think we know dead. anyone who's raised dead. dead. Get Kurt, please. Yeah. <laughs> right. I yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I don't think any of them know. Otherwise, we would have resurrected everyone. And he points Aww. to the pile. Right. <laughs> it, yeah. Of people. Okay. Yeah, All right. So, do you head strangers. down? Uh, yeah. Corin, as she is heading down, I am privately, you know, and quietly turning to Governor Nighthill and saying, while she is making a noble sacrifice, perhaps your duty lies in preparing the rest of the people of the town for, for whether the Colton then decides to sack the keep and whether you intend to fight them off man-to-man or escape through your secret tunnel. That is perhaps what you ought to consider while she is doing this. Backup plan. Yes. Would you... Would you help Escobert do this? And Escobert goes, We need you, boss! He's I love right there. So I love He's Escobert. Too perky for this situation. Escobert, come with me. We have a secret entrance to open up again. Yes, sir. And, and so, get everybody... Get the word moving quietly to get everybody ready to move if we need to. All right. So you you start doing that, Celestine. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few of the guards kind of look at you and salute you. Um, a couple of them do look down at your shoulder again. Mm-hmm. And they, they kind of hesitate, but they continue their salute. Okay. And Governor Nighthill says, open the gate for her, please. And the gate opens up. I sure hope this guy has a non-magical weapon. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh crap. So, yes. uh, you, so you, you really think quick. the lightning breathing, possibly even large-sized half-dragon may or may not have a magical weapon. I don't yes. know if he'll need one. Celestine? Yes. You walk onto the dirt pavement that's leading to the keep. Mm-hmm. The grass is slowly blowing Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually, despite all this terrible stuff that's happening, it's actually kind of a nice night. It's got a nice breeze, and you it kind of reminds you of bygone days, except there is a half-dragon standing in front of you. Yeah, I've come to think of it, I'm not sure she's ever... They aren't that common, are they? They are not. Oh. Yeah, she's never fought one. <laughs> yeah, this is unusual. Ah, uh, my challenger... Step forward, step forward. What is your name? Announce it to everyone so we may know who was brave enough to challenge me. Celestine Peacechild. Celestine Peacechild. Cleric of Tempest. Ah, that's Tempest. the important that's the important part that she should be saying is she's a cleric of Tempest. Ah, Tempest Warrior. I am intrigued. I have not fought a Tempest Warrior in some time. Are you okay. ready? Uh, I stretch out a couple of kinks because uh, I did just wake up. So, uh, yeah. Yes, I guess so. (laughs) And he says, (laughs) oh, I forgot before we begin. And he he reaches into um, the pocket of his pants Mm -hmm. and he pulls out two tiny beads. Now, nobody else in the parapet can see these tiny beads, but he kind of holds these out. And he says, one for me and one for you. What is it? This is a small potion, very chunky, as potions often are. (laughs) One potion, and this will give you 
all of your spell slots back and all of your health. Okay then. Celestine, don't eat candy from strangers. I'm gonna die anyways. <laughs> it's poison. One is one is red, one is blue. Which one do you take? It's got a magical power that sucks Actually, you down. Red to or hell. blue, really? Red or blue? No, I'm just kidding. They're okay, both red. I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna crap, go there. What was the Matrix answer? <laughs> I know. I was sitting here going, ha ha, crap. What was the answer? They are okay. not poisoned. I I assure you. And you can do an insight check if you so desire. Yes, thirteen. Uh, yeah, he's he's telling the truth. Okay. Um, she figures she might as well. He seems to be on the up. Like he seems to be telling the truth. Um, are they actually different colors? No, they're both okay. red. Okay, they both look the same. She'll wait for him to take it first, and then she'll take hers. Mm-hmm. But she figures she any help is anything help is better than nothing because she hasn't had a good rest yet. She's been up all night, no spell slots, and her channel divinity, her heavy armor, er, heavy armor mastery. That's fine. In uh, war priest. Yeah, so, yes. All right. So, he takes it and hands you the other one. Okay, I take it. All right. So, it, it it's kind of a weird taste. It's, it tastes like a kind of like a, a, a fake cherry flavor. Oh. But the it moment. It tastes like NyQuil. Cherry flavor. Yes, it tastes like NyQuil. Oh. Cherry NyQuil. Ooh, oh okay. Well, so, okay, it's better than the green one. The green one. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's the cherry NyQuil, okay, not the okay. green one. Ooh. So you take it at first, you're you, ugh, kind yeah. of a thing. <laughs> but then you feel like your inside's warm and you feel all of your spells coming back to you. You feel like you've had a long rest. It's like, does uh, does seem drink coffee in the morning or any sort of caffeinated beverage? She prefers like hot chocolate in the morning, probably. <laughs> this would be uh, the equivalent of like a thousand hot chocolates, ooh, caffeines, oh. caffeine, caffeine wise. Okay, okay. Afterwards, you're gonna be a little jittery, but oh, you gosh. feel he was telling the truth. There, well, I guess it's a good thing it's giving me a long rest because I'm not getting a long rest after this. <laughs> so, that being said, you get all of the spells back, you get your channel divinities, you get everything based off a long rest. However, you cannot change your spells. Right. So you have your previous Whatever spells. Whatever it was. Okay. Yes. So, what have I got? I have to read. Mm-hmm. That one might be nice. Am I allowed to cast something beforehand or no? Before the fight? Uh, once the start, the fight starts, you are welcome to. And he, he holds out a great sword and a spear. And he says, to make this more interesting, you get to choose which weapon I fight with. What was it? Sword or spear? A great sword or a spear. Which one's magic? Just doing a quick long uh, yeah, look over. Yeah, just a quick glance. I don't no. know if I can tell. But... There's no glowing auras on it. <sighs> okay, crap. Spear will give him reach, right? Uh, reach is five feet on the spear. Oh. Is it just a spear spear? It's just a spear spear. Not mine, okay. Um, the other one is a great sword. Do spears have distance? Can you throw a spear? You can. You can throw a spear. I think we're going to go Henzi's sword. Okay. He laughs. <laughs> ah, I I approve of your choice. This shall be a great battle indeed. Oh, good. Yay. Also, to make this more fair, I will let you go first. Whatever you so desire. 
cleric of Tempest. And at this point, he bows to you, steps back about uh, 10 feet, so you guys are about 10 feet away. Uh Uh-huh. And he says, begin. Now, so what's going to happen is that these two are going to have turns, and then I'm going to shift the the camera to you guys up into the keep. With all the panic? With all the... Because people are watching. You are welcome to do something or just say, I'm watching... It's up to you guys. There will be no initiative for you three. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh. So, all right. So, Celestine, it's your turn. What do you do? He's standing 10 feet away from you with a great sword in his hand, and he did throw the spear away. It's like, you'd have to go run to go get it. Okay. Um, so, I've probably divested myself of a lot of my stuff, so I'm not overburdened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just wearing the chain mail, or... Um, yeah, chainmail. I have got my warm all. Um, I'll put a shield over to the side in case I would need to pick it up, but it's not on. Well, shield on the back isn't gonna encumber me at all, right? No. Okay. So shield on the back, and a javelin poking out of the ground next to me. Two javelin because I picked up two. Okay. Okay. Um, I am going to. He's ten feet away from me. I'm gonna cast Shield of Faith. Which okay. is a bonus action. And that one will give me a plus two bonus to AC for the duration, and it's concentration. Okay. That's so your bonus action? That is my bonus action. And we are... We're gonna jump in. We're gonna attack him with the Wormall. Alright. So I'm gonna move forward five feet and hit him with the Wormall. Perfect. Go you for it. You can do it, Celestine. Uh, yep. Let's hope. Let's Fan see. club starts cheering. Gives know, right? an <laughs> uh, advantage. Uh, I'm just kidding. Ah, ah, ah. If you start cheering and it gives advantage, Yay, he kills Celestine's everybody. Celestine's back. Celestine's joking. back. What'd she get? Net 20. Hey, yeah. that's Kayla a great back. way to start this I know, off. Kayla's back. Okay. Oh. Go, Kayla. Go, Kayla. Go. I gotta get, <laughs> hang on. I gotta get my... D6 is out. See, this is nervous? why we really chose her as yes. the champion. Very nervous. Oh, I am I so nervous. I guess it's a good thing I purposely <laughs> lost it. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Yeah. Our secret weapon. She rolls well. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, that's 15 damage. All right. That is quite a hit, actually. Actually, He's wait. Down. Hang on. <laughs> He's down. Let me count. Let me count. Just kidding. Four, you had one hit 10, point. 15, 19. Ah, I'm sorry. 19 damage. Okay. Whoa, Nelly. Nine- 19 points of damage. All right. What do you do to this this We're doing a giant overhead swing. Oh, wait. Yeah, overhead swing. I think there's enough of... I've got enough of a handle on... uh, Enough length on the handle handle that I can probably... I can probably get him on the head, maybe. Maybe. Possibly. You're going to handle him? No, it's... I've got enough of a handle that I should be able to reach him. She does a reaching hit, a lunge almost with it. And hit him on the head. Perfect. Because he has no helmet. It's true. He does not have a helmet. So you manage to hit him, and it comes down, and he actually kind of squeals in pain. He goes, ah! Yes, okay. <laughs> and is that? Is there anything else you want to do? He no. was not expecting it. It's, he is completely surprised by this. Okay. Awesome. Uh, no, that is all I can do. Um, I'm in his reach, so I don't want to back up. There's no point in me backing up, and I can't use War Priest until next turn because it's a bonus action. So I think that's it. All right, cool. So he he does the squeal of pain, and he goes, Ah ha ha ha! Yes, this is what I craved. 
I am so glad that I get to fight somebody who follows Tempest. They are always worthy opponents. And he takes his great sword. Here we go. And he swings down at you. Okay. That is a 21. Yes, that hits. Okay. He brings it down and he returns the slash for... Oh, that's good for you. Uh, six points of damage. Okay, and it's not a magical weapon, right? It is not a magical weapon, so okay, you so do I reduce it. I think it's three or four. Oh, so you yeah. do three points of I damage. I forgot that she can reduce yes, damage. Yes, three. Okay. Uh-huh. Which is why I mentioned it earlier. I was like, he does have non-magical okay. He has non-magical weapons, right? He and he looks at you and he says, "Ah, oh, yes." And he kind of cracks his neck. He's like, "This is how we start." And then he t- attacks <laughs> mm-hmm. again. Oh, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so this may or may not hit. It's a 20. Yes, it hits. Oh, shoot. Okay. My AC right now is 18. He does 11 points of damage on that second attack. Okay, so that is 8. All right. We're going to go up into the keep. Are you guys doing anything? What's going on here? I'm cheering for Celestine. (laughs) Celestine. Celestine. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> this is so I, I i am like gripping the parapet and like this is really intense it's stressful yeah. <laughs> yes, they're it trading is. blows is there sure is there nothing that we can do um i, I look to usarker and like can, can we do nothing usarker von pride isn't there he's yeah he's helping leading everyone oh, to that's the right tunnel. i look over to, to to where he was and like <laughs> Okay. Still He's gone. He's already busy. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Wesley. <laughs> so, Usarker, what are you doing? I have been hurrying about on my work. I see um, the, the young Sergeant Markarth as I go, and I say, looks Mark- like... Markith. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Markarth is from Skyrim, I believe. <laughs> Markith. My apologies. Mr. Markith, it looks like you have missed your opportunity to die in glory. I suggest, therefore, that you take to the other route of making valuable this sacrifice. Whichever way this fight goes, we must hurry on. Organize the people. We do not know but that the cult will proceed to attack after the fight is over. We need to prepare everything so that the escape tunnel is ready. Go! He, he kind of looks at you and he goes, Yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. Everyone, everyone follow me. Let's go, let's go. Uh, now, however, most people don't know what the Seekner Tunnel is. Are you showing them? Yeah. Okay, cool. So he's starting to sh- uh, usher people towards the, the room where the secret tunnel is. All right. Organize them in lines. Yep. Celestine, it's your turn now. What do you do? I forgot to make concentration rolls. Oh, go ahead and do that. What's the rule again? Uh, for these, you're going to have to get above a 10. What are you concentrating on? He, she got hit twice. Shield of Faith. Oh. Okay, so it's... I have to roll above a 10 t- both yeah, times? It's okay. it's either 10 or half, half the damage taken, whichever's higher. So that means that eventually at some point there's going to be, someone's going to do so much damage that you just can't, there's no way you can keep a spell going. Yep. yep. That is unfortunate. Yep. Okay. Let's roll a nat 20, I think. Yeah, nat 20, you keep automatically keep it, I believe. 19 for the first one. Ooh, at least we could do it that way. That makes more 11 sense. 11 for the second one. Oh, you made it. Sorry, okay. the first one? Uh, 19 and okay. 11. 19 and 11. You just made it. All I right. just made that one. Okay. You, s- you still have your, uh, your armor. Shield of faith. Okay, shield, shield of faith. Of faith. Uh, yeah, shield of faith as well. Not that it's uh, 
You got your eventually armor it will buff. work. It will work eventually. Okay. Armor buff. That's what I meant to say. Make you have your armor buff. It. Yes. Boom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. All right. Okay. What you doing? Okay. Shaking off the last blow. That one hurt quite a bit. Um, we're going to use War Priest. So when you use the attack action, you can make one weapon attack as a bonus action. Okay. So I'm going to attack twice. Sweet. Um, okay. So unfortunately, no crits. But that is a 24 and an 18. Both hit. Okay. It's the Kayla effect. Yes, the Kayla effect. Oh, I need to get that. Actually, as a cleric, I don't think I can get improved crit, can I? No, you would have to take three levels in fighter to get it. It's almost worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is going to be... That's 17 plus 8. It's 25. Oh, boy. All right, you have done quite a bit of damage to yeah. this guy, and he's looking, he, he severely underestimated you. <laughs> uh, we'll see if she Shelton can. is doing it m- much better than I don't know if she's going to be able to take this ever next done. hit. I don't know if she can take this next, these next two hits. We'll see. Is there anything else Celestine wants, wishes to do? Nope. So, uh, Celestine, just for, for Corrin's sake, what is your health point at? I am currently at eight. My max HP is 19. And so she's trying to rile herself up. And so there's a couple of four tempests in there. But otherwise, there's a lot of uh, focused attacks on him and trying to figure out where the best place to hit him is and things like that. Okay, cool. So uh, Longdodrosa says, Ah, Tempest is mighty with you. Unfortunately, (laughs) I have to end this now. But you have done well. You definitely... Even though it was short, satisfied my my need for fight tonight. Because huh. he plans on bringing you down. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing her go. If he's gonna walk off, this is very. So he, odd. he misses on his first attack. <laughs> yeah. How do you, how do you dodge? <laughs> how do you how do you how does he miss? Um, I was gonna say something cute and like, oh, she dives out of the way, and then I looked down and saw her minus two, so that didn't happen. Um, I, I like to think maybe you know he he thrusts at you with the spear and take your hammer and go. Poof. And break it in half. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think breaking in half is gonna work. I use the handle of the warhammer and kind of parry it away. All right, you parry it away. He says, <laughs> "Definitely, Tempest is with you." Thank heavens. Thank Tempest. <laughs> All right, the curse of corn is back. It's even lower. How do you how do you do this one? <gasps> yes, we're gonna hit it this time. It's not gonna break, obviously, because he's got. I'm assuming he has a quality sword. But we're basically, it's going to be like, he tries to thrust and she brings the hammer down on the sword and it hits the ground. Sparks fly. Yep. All right, it hits the ground, sparks fly. He's going to take an action surge and he's going smart, to hit you two smart. more times. That's a natural one. On the oh first my side. gosh. Uh, he misses all four attacks. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So we, we have invoked oh. the, the, the dice gods here and. Yep. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. All oh, right, man. so he I'm keeps sorry, trying, Corin, but thank you. <laughs> he keeps trying to hit you, but he just can't hit him, or he can't hit you. Oh my goodness! Okay, back in the keep. You see that Celestine might have an upper hand on this one. Go, Celestine! <laughs> <laughs> Sark, are you still helping people? 
I am quite occupied, yes. All right. Do you even hear Izzy screaming? I'm like giving you the play-by-plays. She just dodged a swing, and she just dodged it again a third time. <laughs> I'm like foaming at the mouth. <laughs> um, like, so let Leslie edges away from it. Then. You're like, uh, Obviously breathe. insane. You're like, uh, you, need to, you need to breathe. <laughs> breathe, honey, breathe. Um, she's, and she's a little tired. <laughs> that is true. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go down back to the courtyard and... Like okay, we we might get through this, and I'm gonna try and get a get a couple people to get ready to go out there to go yep. bring our people back. Okay. If they honor this. All right. Cool. Cool. So you're you're rallying people, Osarker. You're shepherding people off, and Izzy, you're a sports commentator. Do you, do you know the? Do you remember the guy in Avatar: The Last Airbender? <laughs> When he <laughs> yes, the, the avatar foaming. and he's foaming at the mouth. Yes, the foaming That's guy. Like who I am right now. Oh, no. <laughs> nice. All right, Celestine, so it's your turn. Okay, we're going to use War Priest one more time. Okay. So two attacks on him. Okay, so one of these is probably not going to hit, so I am going to use my Channel Divinity Guided Strike to add a plus 10 bonus to one of the rolls. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be a 12 and a 22. So the 12 misses, but the 22 does hit. Okay. So I only get two dice this time. 2d6. Aw, eight damage. Okay. Ooh, boy. Smoked. This is, uh, this is real close, guys. Okay. All right. I assume at the very least he's bloodied. He is very bloody. Is he well bloodied, meaning 25%? <laughs> From your vantage word. point, you can't tell, but Celestine, he looks about 25%, maybe. <laughs> okay, okay. Not to quantify this or anything. He's looking really hurt, and he just kind of gives you a look, and he bows to you and says, You have fought well. <gasps> okay. I bow my head slightly and. Because I'm waiting for an attack, and I'm, I'm like, okay, yes, great. You have fought well too. I'm sure that there's some the prisoners. And right. he steps back. Do you take an attack of opportunity? He does not look. He has lowered his weapon. Um. So she is a war cleric, and she believes that. So, I guess I'm trying to figure out what what she would do. Because she is a war cleric. War isn't honorable. But she also understands... I guess she would understand the situation she's in. And I think this is an area where she's probably grown over the years. Originally, as a young cleric, she would have been like all about war. We are finishing this. The point is to fight and kill. Like just wipe out the area so we win and so there's peace. She understands in this case that if she... She gets the feeling that if she were to strike him as he turned back, that the prisoners would be attacked out of sheer just... so Retaliation. Retaliation. So she's going to let him go, but be very, very cautious and is keeping up that shield of faith in case an arrow comes her way. She doesn't think that'll happen because he seems to be... Man of his words so far. Um, but she'll let him go. And 
tell him, ask him to release the prisoners and to leave the area. All right. He says, release the adults. We will release the children once we are a safe distance away and the wyverns will follow. And he just starts walking back. How are they really? Oh, okay. So the wyverns are going to sit there with, on the kids until they're far enough away and then they're going to take off? Yep. Okay, I'm going to be sitting there until the wyverns take off because um, in case the wyverns think to take a snack. All right. And I'll have my bow uh, ready to go uh, to shoot at the wyverns if they get a little uh, hungry. hungry, a little jumpy. The cultists in black pull up their weapons and start backing away and say, you're free to go. And so the prisoners kind of stay there. They don't know what to do. I'm like, get going. And they all just start walking away, except for the white ones. They mm -hmm. are still there. Yep. So telling the people to make to move towards the, the keep, and um, I'm watching the wyverns until they leave. All right. Does anybody else do anything? Uh, I'm going to open, you know, probably I'm not the one opening the doors. <laughs> but... Assuming that we do open the doors. Oh yeah, uh, the, the doors of uh, the doors were cracked basically oh, okay, yeah. at this point. So they are they are currently opening to let the people in. Yeah. Uh, you see your father rushing in as as much as he can. Uh, one of the one of the other uh, adults stumbles and he he stops to pick them up and helps helps hurry them along into the into the keep. And after about three or four minutes, they all disappear and the wyverns step back off of the children and take off those are some well behaved wyverns there, that is yes mm -hmm. maybe they fed them before coming over that helps that yes, really does but the fact that they knew when to step off the children and leave they think there's telepathy with the drag half dragon mm. anyways so the I children mean, not that Celestine knows anything about this <laughs> So the children run to you, uh, Celestine. They're like, "Thank you, thank you so much!" And one, uh, one is definitely the the vampire kid who thought he was, <laughs> like he was a vampire. Oh yes, and he's like, "Did the vampire make it?" Yes. What? I'm, I'm gonna say yes. He's inside helping everyone. Oh, thank goodness! And he just runs inside. These kids can have a very skewed sense of vampires. I ver I'm very concerned if he ever meets one. He has terrible survival instincts. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, so the other thing, too, uh, you do notice that the tavern keeper was actually one of the prisoners, but his face was so bloodied you just couldn't tell. It looked like he had tried to fight back mm -hmm. or something. Okay. Uh, this is the same tavern keeper that Kurt said, go hide in a basement. At the very, very oh, beginning. Oh, I wonder if they found the basement and there were 30 people down there? There could have been. I guess like that, that. that would be a big basement, I guess. Well, probably, they didn't they find, probably raided a they, couple. They didn't find everyone down there if they got Wesley's father. Because yeah. mm -hmm. his father wasn't hiding in the tavern basement. Right, that's true. So they probably just got any stragglers they could find that were hiding in their houses or whatever. That's true. And not in the keep. Yeah, so Governor Nighthill immediately comes down as best that he can. He's still hobbling. I know. Oh, and he says, Don't hobble down man. the stairs too fast. Yeah, so he, he turns to you and he says, You have done a great service for our town. How can we ever repay you? Um, 
Celestine's a little like at, um, at this point you see a couple guards kind of whispering and backing up and mm-hmm. they look disapprovingly at this point mm-hmm. Celestine like uh, she because she was she doesn't do this for payment from people like so she's not even sure like how to answer this she's like, I I n- nothing um I I just I couldn't watch the kids die or anyone else here not while I was standing here thank you thank you so much thank you all of you this is not your town but you have done a great service tonight and uh, at this moment uh, Usarker you know that they're gone at this point are you still shepherding no okay once they are moved more out of sight I call a halt to it okay so uh, at this point I assume you guys would have congregated and things like that you uh wesley you probably would have gone to your father mm-hmm. um regrouped and tried to gather our family and find mm-hmm. out where's where's mom where's uh he says i can't i can't hold on. i have to talk to governor nighthill can you bring me to him and your father he doesn't look hurt but he looks really really sluggish um hmm. a, a few of the prisoners do look sluggish as Maybe well. they were drugged to keep them under. That's entirely possible. Yeah. Uh, please, uh, son, can you can? Where is he? Um. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Of course. Um. And turn around and look and like um. There. Um. Take me to him, please. Yeah. And kind of dash off, and of course, or probably not, but like helping my father get there. Yeah. So, like I said, he doesn't look damaged. He doesn't. He just looks really sluggish. He kind of stumbles a little bit. Yeah. Um, that doesn't sound good. There, there's something definitely wrong with him, but uh, it just—it doesn't seem very apparent what it is at the moment. He got attacked by a bracelet too. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Those darn bracelets yeah. and the necklace. Those darn rings off that tooth. Oh. You mean that that thing? Oh. That thing, the thing yes. of Agmar Cree, that darn thing of Agmar Cree. Uh-huh. Um, so you you something help him weighing heavily on Westy's mind is the fact that he lost the fang oh, of yeah. Agmar Cree. Mm-hmm. Hasn't told his dad yet. Oh. <laughs> I don't think your dad's gonna be that broken up about it. Depends on the, his dad. The entire town burned. It down. depends on the artifact. It's so it's true. It really um, does. You help him over, and he says, "Governor, Governor, I have. Uh, they they gave me a message. Oh, maybe he already knows. Oh. And Governor has says, "What what is it? And he's in the. Uh, and your father says, "I was given a message that our town is no longer on their radar, and they will leave us alone. However, I did hear that that purple." Woman, the the Mondath, Mondoth, Moth, Mothman. Oh, you mean that a ma- mud face? Sure, that one. She did have mud on her face, so that makes sense. Oh, that um, makes me feel better. Oh. Someone is running. She did slip, and yes. in front of all of her people, and As they she did deserved. laugh. And no they did laugh. Lots, uh, and then some of us were punched because of it, so it wasn't that great. But, um. I did hear that we are not the only town who was attacked tonight. Also, that she is taking orders from somebody else. You and mean like Tiamat? 
And the uh, Governor Nighthill. Probably a little closer to home. Oh, okay. And Governor Nighthill says, Oh, that's not great. Uh, and Governor Nighthill, this whole time, you guys notice that he has been very nervous the whole night, as you guys know. Like, he can't, he's having trouble forming sentences and stuff. But, Wesley, you do know that Governor Nighthill was recently elected? Mm -hmm. Oh, the Like guy. a month ago? And so this is not what he signed up for. <laughs> and you think that the reason why some of this just hasn't happened is literally because the the shift of power did not translate very well, because it's only been a month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's basically been doing the best that he can. He may need to rethink his life choices after this. <laughs> he will not apply for re-election. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Uh, and he and your father says that that's all I that's all I heard, Governor. But I, I hope that our town is safe. And he kind of looks at you, Wesley, and he says, "I know our town is safe." <clears throat> You're like, um, um, about that. So, Dad, there's um something that I need to say. Not now, son. I we, mean, just... I, no, I, I, I think now, I, I really don't want to. But so I was closing up the shop, just as as you had said, um, and I was closing things up, and I mean, the whole town got attacked. Uh, we weren't the only ones, but we got attacked. Um, and it just kind of breaks. You stop. And lost it, Dad. They took the fang. They did what? <laughs> you did... What? They knocked me out. I I couldn't do anything. I I tried. There, there was this this Drake, uh, and I, I fought it back. But they were just too harsh. He looks at the Sorry. governor. He looks at the governor, and he looks at you, and he looks at the governor. And he says, "So scratch that. Greenest is in a lot more trouble than I originally thought. We may need to talk." And so at this point, uh, Governor Nighthill's like, we're, we're going to have to talk later because, again, they're they're trying to secure the town. There are a few cultists still in the town, but not many. They're all trying to make their way back. Um, but, and, but but there is there, there's hope, though. There's hope because when I was knocked out, I received a vision and guidance and I know that I will be able to get back, the, get the Fang back, because these people, who have so handily saved our town, nearly single-handedly it seems, are going to help me do it. I haven't you told all... them yet, but they're going to help me do it. <laughs> <laughs> and at that, we're we're going to skip forward just a little bit. Uh, there are no more attacks that night. Um, it's it's at this point um, now that everything's calmed down. We're we're about six a.m. and all of you see the the sun starting to rise. Oh yeah! And as the sun starts to rise, you see that the damage to the town was worse than you thought. Night hides a lot. Night hides a lot. There are buildings that are partially destroyed. Uh, there are buildings that have scorch marks. Uh, there are some, unfortunately, people dead in the streets. And um, some of them cultists, some of them townspeople. 
as you guys watch the sunrise, you realize that your lives are forever changed. And that's where we're going to end this arc. Oh my oh goodness, my we're there. Oh we're my at gosh. the end. I did not think I was going to survive that fight I with know. the champion. You were not supposed to. Hey everyone, this is Ander. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Power Word Crit. Stay tuned for more adventure on PowerWordCrit.com or your favorite podcast streaming site. As we end this episode, please enjoy this PS. I know what I would do. <laughs> Holds out a great sword and a spear. You get to choose which weapon I fight. He didn't say which of these two. <laughs> I would. I would at this point. Here's the dagger. Say, There's a rock. Birthday suits <laughs> and start stripping. Oh gosh, that's terrifying. You're not gonna win anyways, but at least it'll be a good show. You know he would do it. <laughs> oh my, I don't know. Actually, depending on who came out, I had different things of what he was going to do. Yours mm. was you get to choose the weapon. Oh. If, he would, if it was you, he would have said choose any weapon. <laughs> that you so desire. You are a spellcaster. You yeah. tell me what you want me to fight with. Kind that, that, of a thing. Then the, I would have said, have, here's a rock. <laughs> You've been How like, many hit points okay. do you have? Not much. <laughs> so he could probably do it. One plus strength, he would kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs>